Hello, and welcome back to the Jimish Pod. This is your host, Noah, and I do have a co-host with me today. Yes, it's, uh, it's been a little bit, but uh, Zach Thompson, the boyfriend who pops in and out of this <laughs> podcast. The boyfriend. <laughs> the boyfriend. Yeah, actually, yeah, I showed up today, and just to get off topic real quick, I see a new car because we're having car problems, and... Uh, Scam likely, oh my of course, gosh. is uh, in the driveway. But um, yeah, yes. you guys know how like when an unknown number calls your phone, Apple. I don't know if it happens on like Samsungs or Androids or whatever, but on Apple, it'll say like scam likely. <laughs> and this, I always get scam calls like late at night, and Zach will be like, "Who the fuck is scam likely?" <laughs> so today I tarot a car for the rest of the week so that I could drive around. <laughs> and it was in our driveway. Zach gets home, he's like, "Whose freaking car is in the driveway?" <laughs> scam yeah. likelies. Yeah, I was very disappointed. <laughs> I was gonna have to throw hands. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyways, um... we're starting off hot. We're choosing violence. No. <laughs> <laughs> But today, um, we actually just wanted to talk about breaking plateaus because on the Jimish Pod, I Instagram, I did get some DM'd questions, which I so, so appreciate from you guys. Um, so thank you so much for listening to the show and for continuing to submit your questions because it just gives me guidance on what y'all would like to hear about and how I can best help you guys. So we are going to talk about breaking plateaus. And the reason why I asked Zach to join me on this podcast is because he actually has experience in this area. Um, we have our own plateaus. I think everybody has yeah, their own type of yeah. plateau they're trying to overcome. Yeah, exactly. Like, And so just right off the bat, I think the DM that I got, it was regarding like a weight loss plateau, like how you can get through that but I did want to address the other side of that coin so with weight loss or weight gain so that is why I asked Zach to come help me out on this pod today yeah she's basically saying I'm a hard gainer and uh, <laughs> I'm very ashamed of that oh my god no shame no shame no embarrassment but it's uh I wouldn't say I'm a hard gainer it's mainly becoming um uh with, with any time you're trying to overcome a plateau, it's just with, with consistency and having a plan to address it. So I'll let Noah get into um, how she's addressed her weight loss plateau and like some tricks and ideas that I've applied with my weight gain plateau. Yeah, exactly. He's, I couldn't have said it better myself. So with a weight loss plateau, obviously with weight loss, you get that by burning more calories than you eat. So it's calories in, calories out, and of course, there are multiple factors with that as well, um, such as hormones, your behavior, your environmental factors. So before you begin taking any sort of action here, I do want to make sure that you guys take care to make sure that you are being consistent. Like Zach said, consistency is going to be key here. So if you have been consistent and you've been tracking things like your diet, your exercise, your steps, your water, your sleep, all of those variables, and you've been consistent and you're seeing progress stall over the course of a few weeks. So a true plateau is going to be where your weight loss has stalled for more than 
three to four weeks with everything being spot on, perfectly executed, adhered to. Um, and if, if at that point you don't see the scale moving down, then yes, you are likely at a plateau. Otherwise, you know, one week, two weeks, as frustrating as it might be to hit all of your variables for one to two weeks and not see any change, that is not a true plateau because sometimes it just takes your body that long to adjust to what you're asking it to do. So with that in mind, um, of course, if you are doing all of these things and you're seeing a true plateau, something that you could do is get your blood work done, check your hormones, um, really assess your own behavior. So are you accurately tracking? Are you accounting for the daily fluctuations in weight, not just like taking one number per week and thinking like, oh, it's the scale's not moving. Um, truly ask yourself, am I being consistent in every way that I can be? And then also something that I think is not stressed a lot, but maybe should be is um, your environment. So who are you surrounding yourself with? Do you have a good support system? Do you have friends around? Do you have people in your corner who can support you through this process? Um, what does your gym look like? Is that environment something that is going to push you or is it something that is maybe keeping you stagnant? Because um, when your progress stalls in general, it, it could be due to metabolic adaptation, but it also could be because you are attempting to diet on something that is unsustainable or you are attempting to work out maybe a bunch and it, that's unsustainable, um, or it could be the people that are surrounding you. So I think those are some things to really consider, but I also don't want to just stand here and take up all the time talking. So I'm going to throw it over to Zach um, and we can talk about weight gain plateaus and then we can kind of circle back and go back and forth, answer any questions that we... Yeah, especially with weight gain. So on the other side of the spectrum, um, obviously the biggest thing is tracking food and doing it consistently. So for me, like prioritizing protein, I don't know how many times y'all have heard that, but if you could prioritize protein, that is huge. And no, I Mm -hmm. Would you add anything more like scientific or um, from your background about that? I think that is a really important note. Uh, so thank you for pointing that out because prioritizing protein is important for weight loss as well. As well, right. Yeah, weight gain and weight loss because protein is broken down into amino acids in your body and that is what is used to build and recover and help sustain your muscle and the more muscle that somebody has, the quote-unquote faster their metabolism is because muscle is going to utilize more energy than fat. So if you have more muscle on your body than fat, you are essentially burning more calories at rest than someone who has more fat than muscle. To maintain that muscle mm -hmm. mass. And then another like benefit of protein is that it is satiating. So the more protein you eat, the more likely you are to feel fuller for longer. Um, obviously, it's not as satiating as like fats, but it, it does have a component of helping you feel full, which is why with weight loss, it's a great tool to keep protein high. Um, and with weight gaining, it is a little bit more difficult, but that's where maybe like liquid calories would come in, like protein shakes. Yeah, yeah. If you can drink your calories and give your mm -hmm. like digestion a break from 
eating so much meat or um, other sources of protein. Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely a good point. And I think um, also what's been beneficial is eating on a routine schedule. So if you're like hit your marks, like set a time, like I'm going to eat at this time every day, whether it's I need to eat five meals a day, four meals a day, six meals a day, whatever your program is, make sure you try to eat around the same time. Because what you notice your body will do is you'll start getting hungry around that time. So your body has these cues of like, okay, I'm hungry. I need to feed myself. And that just comes with consistency. And then you can start ramping up that food intake because your body um, is just accustomed and wants that food. What else could I add there? I think that's a great point, especially for weight gain, like, breaking the plateau because I know if people are trying to gain weight if you're trying to gain muscle or just gain weight in general eating a large volume of food is difficult so just kind of setting the timers or because you don't want to save it yeah it'll happen all at the end of the day so if you if you're hitting your marks you're more likely to not have a bunch of like oh I have a thousand calories to get at 8 p.m yeah and then there's consequences to eating late at night and um waiting that long to get the amount of calories Mm -hmm. that you need to get in. Yeah, that is a great point. I like that. Also, a random tip that I just remembered is um, when you are bulking, when you're looking to gain weight, getting meats that are already broken down. So like ground chicken, ground turkey, Mm -hmm. ground beef, because it's less work that your digestive system has to do. So it's less time that it'll take spending in your stomach taking up space (laughs) (laughs) which i think is kind of like a random but it 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 just like it's easier to eat as well so it's like it's already broken down true the time yeah (laughs) yeah so (laughs) it's not funny that's not it's a really good point like if you're spending less time if you can eat it quicker yeah (laughs) it's less painful to eat or less drawn out then you're more likely to get those calories in Exactly. It's kind of, and then on the flip side, if you're dieting and so you're trying to lose weight, maybe prioritizing proteins that take you longer to eat. So like a chicken breast, and then you have to like cut it up for yourself, chew it slowly to really break it down. Um, Elongating your meals, like taking the time to really chew and swallow and enjoy, I think helps because then you're not scarfing it down and like We've had personal experience yeah, with that. Yeah, I called uh, Noah out on, like, you eat really quick. And Dude, yeah. she was not happy about it. And then, what do you know, <laughs> what, a couple minutes later, her me- entire meal is gone before I even, like, took five bites. Yeah, so it's actually something that I've personally been struggling with, especially, like, lately, because when I'm dieting for a show, like, my hunger, I'm just hungry all the freaking time. Like that, it, it it's a reality of dieting, and I will say, like for contest prep, you get used to starving for like eight weeks, like the last eight weeks of prep. Like you're just hungry, but for general lifestyle dieting, like I don't believe that you should be starving the whole diet, but I do believe that some level of hunger is going to be present. Like there's going to be a degree of uncomfort, discomfort while you're dieting and and that's just part of the normal dieting process because you are eating less but anyways i digress i struggle with eating fast because 
I am so hungry all the time. And so now that I'm in my off season, even though I'm getting adequate calories, I think the last time I checked, I'm eating well over like 2000 calories at this point. Um, so, which is plenty for somebody like me. I'm only five, five. Um, you just I built just, a habit. Yeah, I just I built the habit of eating really fast. And so now I'm kind of suffering because I eat really fast and then I'm like, man, I'm still hungry. <laughs> and so Zach was like, Yeah, you you race, you eat your food really fast. And I kind of got like I, I got offended because I was like, I don't eat that fast. And then I was sitting there, I was thinking about it, I was like, man, it literally takes me five minutes to eat my meals like every time. Like no wonder why I've been struggling with hunger. Yeah. So enjoy your meal if you're trying to lose weight. And you yeah, can still enjoy yeah. <laughs> your meal if you're trying to gain weight. Um, but don't make the mistake of like I've been there where I'm like picking out ground beef for like 30 minutes because <laughs> I'm just so sick of it. Um, and gosh, I, yeah. I've been there. I guess another off topic thing of like making your food um if your food's less dry and you cook it well that's an easy pro tip to make yeah. sure that you're going to be able to bulk and gain and get food is eating food that um is just prepared right just because um you're there's a difference between like dirty bulking and like clean bulking but simply like meal prepping correctly and making your food not taste like crap there is a way to <laughs> yeah, do that yeah so like find like gosh i think we're gonna talk up this mccormick chicken seasoning that we got oh yeah we found this we were obsessed with this new seasoning <laughs> oh my gosh yeah try new seasonings that like will make food taste different and mm -hmm. i think that's even like a way to like help that's, you down food yeah i was gonna say that's a tip for bulking and weight loss mm. like if you can make your food taste good and so you actually like to eat it because I think right. people like to swing between the extremes of like, oh, I'm going to go ham. I'm going to eat clean. I'm going to diet and lose all this weight. And they almost think that they have to just do like plain chicken, broccoli and rice and just like right. they make it like super plain and like not that it doesn't it just doesn't taste very good. And it's like obviously like use the seasonings, use the sauces. There's plenty of options out there that are low calorie or calorie free. And you can right. make it taste good. And like if it tastes good, then you're more willing to stick with it. Because I think that's the thing is people, they try to go too much too fast or they take it to the extreme and it's really plain. And then they have a hard time sticking with it. Right. So like hot sauces, those are almost mm -hmm. zero calorie, almost all the ones that we know. Yeah. Uh, Flavor Gang. Um, yeah. Shout out Flavor Gang. They have really good sauces. I'm trying to think of other sauce liquid aminos you, if you like um soy sauce yeah it's like a soy sauce alternative mm -hmm. so i noah's uh showed me that and that's been a game changer just for getting like different flavors um and not being so bored with food what other yeah what other seasonings we use steak seasoning um Make on our ground beef, beef. we use yeah. old bay on the salmon I mean, gosh, I just feel like there's a lot of different varieties and choices. Yeah. So, like, if you like mustard, mustard is zero calories. Mm. Your sugar-free ketchup, that's usually 10 calories. Right, per I can't even notice the difference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So those are some quick food options. And then, did we want to get into any other plateaus with weight um, gain, weight, weight loss? I think the most important thing that I just want to emphasize with any part of 
your goal, whether it's weight loss or weight gain, is that it is a a journey and not just a short-term experience. So if you can flip your mindset from how fast can I lose this weight or how how fast can I gain this Mm, weight and just think of it as this is a lifelong learning experience, a journey. Um, It's going to take way longer than you think it is but that's a good thing like it should be a lifestyle thing yeah that's sustainable like i i I think the biggest thing i want people to take away is like if you're experiencing a plateau like first you need to really assess if you are truly at a stalling point in your progress if you have stuck to the same diet the same training the same variables for the last six months and you're not seeing any change okay that is a true plateau but right. if you if you can't say like yes i have been a hundred percent on it for even just like two weeks straight you can't call it a plateau because two weeks is not enough time to see adequate progress so yeah in, instead of rushing um to say like oh i've stalled out my progress isn't working i'm plateauing um mm-hmm. just really be consistent take a look at yourself and really be honest with yourself um, on those variables. And then just think of it as a journey and not a short-term experience. Right. So the same thing with weight gain. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want all the weight gain you to be to just be fat. And that's easy to do if you're not eating the right foods. So just like same thing, but um, just make sure that it's not rushed because then you want to be putting on muscle mass. You don't necessarily want to be putting on body fat unless you're fine with that. I think, think just depends on your goal. If you're, if you want to strength train and get big, just keep mm-hmm. pounding all the food that you can. But I think there is like a, a sustainable way to build mass without, I guess, uh, spilling over if yeah. that's the correct term. Well, I, I think at the end of the day, like everyone's goal is individual to them, but I don't know anyone who wants to, like swing the pendulum to be unhealthy and big right. you know like, like most people unhealthy. who want to be big it's either like strong like for strong men like mm-hmm. those guys are eating food for a purpose but even they eat relatively right. clean because right. Right. at the end of the day like your digestion is off it, it's key like your digestion is going to control not only the way that your physique looks but the way your physique responds right it's your performance it's yeah. like and so I think like what you're saying is prioritize the foods that you're eating as healthy, like right. everything in moderation, everything in balance, like having mm. a donut here and there, that's not going to kill your progress. And I mean, God, who doesn't love a donut now and then? But right. I think the, the key is like moderation. Right. I just I have to throw my friend Danny under the bus. This, <laughs> oh, homie, no. this homie was bulking the wrong way where he... He was eating so many calories, but it was just all fat going to his uh, stomach. And it was just like, he was, because normally when you bump up your calories, you don't jump like a thousand. You should jump. I think there's some sort of rule of thumb that you've been exposed to, Noah. Uh, Depending on the person, but I would say like the biggest jump I would ever recommend is like, 250 calories in a week like unless it unless you're on some sort of recovery diet that would require more but like really or just so what we're trying to get is not making a huge crazy jump or slashing calories yeah so you can like break it down scientifically actually as well like a pound of body fat is 3,500 calories 
Really? So, a pound? Yeah, one pound. Whoa. 3,500 calories. So you would have to eat 3,500 calories just to gain one pound of fat. In surplus over. In surplus over your maintenance. So if my maintenance is 2,000, I would have to eat 5,500 calories in one day to gain one pound. And even then, like with all my activity and my meat and my metabolism mm-hmm. and whatever else, I, I don't even know. It, it might not be like a perfect like one pound, but mm-hmm. I would definitely see the scale go up. But you'd have to do that over the course of like days and weeks and months to start seeing the pounds really like pile on. Right. Okay. <laughs> so it, 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 it's like a very large surplus. But obviously, like if you wanted to slowly gain the weight, what you would do is like, okay, a pound per week. Mm-hmm. that's that's a reasonable weight gain goal so you'd want to be in a 3500 calorie surplus for the week for the week so right. divide by that that by 7 that's like 500 per day so you could mm-hmm. you could maybe that's some good do nice a surplus quick math. yeah and it's quick math right there i love go. that but the the inverse is true for dieting as well so mm-hmm. if you're trying to lose a pound per week then you need to be in a 3,500 calorie deficit. And that could come solely from dieting. So you could cut 500 calories from your daily intake every day, mm-hmm. or you could add activity. in cardio. Yeah, you could add in more activity. Walks, mm-hmm. more movement. Yeah, up more intentional movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. So I think um, another podcast we could do is like other plateaus, like whether it's like uh, training intensifiers. I think there's like um, also mental plateaus when it comes to training. So we'll do another podcast related to other plateaus you might see in uh, your weight loss or weight gain or your fitness journey. Yeah, that's a great idea. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope that this was helpful. Uh, If you guys have any questions at all, please feel free. I will put our Instagrams in uh, the post that I make when I post this podcast. But I am at Noah McCabe on Instagram, and I also run the Jimish Pod podcast Instagram. <laughs> I feel like I said pod like 10 times in a row there. Oh, the Jimish Pod. <laughs> the Jimish Pod podcast. <laughs> but feel free to DM us um, if Noah you want to give gonna, out. Yeah, take care of y'all. And she will be answering questions, and I'm going to try to get more involved. Yes. We will have Zach back on the show until I can get Chris Bumstead on here. No, just kidding. Chris Millette. Yes, Chris Bumstead. <laughs> Chris Bumstead. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you, Chris, for letting me step in. And that's a wrap. Peace.